What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Bring in show music, please. Hi, I'm CNBC producer Katie Kramer. Today on Squawk Pot. Billionaire Ron Barron, the Tesla bull who's bet his own and his clients' millions on Elon Musk. And this company, SpaceX, is going to be worth $500 billion, $600 billion. It's now $150 billion. Committing to his buy-and-hold strategy and to the chief twit. Social media, he's probably finding it more difficult to manage than maybe even going to Mars. And speaking of Mars... No one can figure out getting to Mars except for him because he can reuse these rockets over and over again. No one else has been able to do that. Not China, not NASA, not Russia, uh, not Visa, no one. Plus... Okay, this is a wild story. iPhones in China, auto workers heading to the picket line, and the headline we can't get enough of. Explain to everybody else who doesn't know. I didn't read. No, read this first. Oh! Why your cold medicine doesn't work. Behind-the-counter stuff, that works. That's the one we have to show your driver's license to prove that you're not trying to make meth. Exactly. It's Wednesday, September 13th. That's the stuff you want if you have a cold. Squawk Pod begins right now. Stand back you by in three, two, one. Cure, please. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Squawk Box here on CNBC. We are live from the NASDAQ market site in Times Square. I'm Becky Quick, along with Joe Kernan and Andrew Ross Sorkin. And U.S. equity futures are down. First up, today on the podcast, inflation in the U.S. coming in hotter than expected. The monthly read of the Consumer Price Index showed the biggest increase this year as consumers faced higher energy prices in August. CPI rose 0.6 percent for the month, up 3.7 percent from one year ago. CNBC's Steve Leisman explained the nuance and the impact. For the moment, the surge we got here is in um, uh, energy services. And the question becomes whether the Fed finds comfort in the core, which has been coming down. It is a little hotter than expected, but the year-over-year rate has been coming down. So is another rate hike from the Federal Reserve coming next week? Will they make that call in November? Stay tuned. Meantime, uh, new this morning, a spokeswoman for China's foreign ministry addressing some of the recent headlines about restricting foreign branded mobile devices. In a regular briefing, she said, quote, we noticed that there have been many media reports about security incidents concerning Apple phones. She didn't elaborate on what the incidents were, but said that China has not issued laws and regulations to ban the purchase of Apple or foreign branded phones. But purchase seems to be the thing that folks are focused on. Multiple media reports saying authorities have restricted the use of iPhones in government offices and plan to uh, expand restrictions to state-owned companies. So um, the difference between use and purchase exactly. is, uh, is a big difference. You just can't use it. You can't use it. Yeah. And I think this is why they call it news. Uh, new overnight. The European Commission has launched an investigation into subsidies uh, given to electric vehicle makers in China, right? That's, what we, that's, that's sort of what we do. Uh, the president of the EC announced the investigation in her annual State of the Union address at European uh, Parliament. And as we do not accept this distortion from the inside in our market, 
We do not accept this from the outside. So I can announce today that the Commission is launching an anti-subsidy investigation into electric vehicles coming from China. Chinese EV stocks fell on the news. Meantime, European uh, auto stocks, you know, they're in the green to some extent, uh, renew, renew uh, up quite a bit. I, I did watch the, uh, some of the Carlos Ghosn thing. Unbelievable. Really unbelievable. The whole it's just story. a story. Do you remember at the time? No, I don't remember. I guess I didn't think Getting about the- Renault. In the, I didn't know Nissan was in such horrible shape, Fine. really. I Did didn't get know. to the third episode, no, though? No, I didn't get to the third when they're episode. In the bo- when he's in the box? Not in the box yet. Okay. Not in the box yet. That's when it gets exciting. I didn't know that he went from kind of... I don't know, just like an average looking dude to, to really a dashing figure. Yes. I, I, I mean, in terms of success can do that to you. And his. Uh, yep. And he, he did some weird stuff. Versailles, really? Yep. <laughs> he rented Versailles to have the conquering hero come to. Uh, it, got a, he it's bold. Sort of trade in his, his old wife, kind of, too. And do, I mean, a lot went on, right? Uh, very weird. I recommend it. Just like, and I, the reason I watched it was because you recommended it. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I'm surprised usually when I recommend something, you no, do the but, opposite. But you're obsessed with business. And, you know, <laughs> I, with me, it's sort of just a side thing. But um, <laughs> you're obsessed with business. I like, you know, I, I, did you see Unbelievable? That's pretty unbelievable. I have not seen Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I don't even know what that is. It's on uh, Netflix. It, it's about a, you know, let's not get into it. it it's a crime um, thing. And it, you know, the, it's difficult to report certain crimes because the cops and everybody else just, they, they judge you. And, and so you might as well, this poor woman finally said, F it. I'm just, you know, I'm not even going to do it. And then this horrible crime continues and, you know, watch it. It's pretty good. Okay. It's, it's That's a good, good tease for it. Okay. Let's talk about some business news that is front and center this morning. The United Auto Workers Union plans to implement targeted strikes at certain plans if contracts aren't reached with General Motors, Ford and Stellantis. That's according to union officials briefed on the plans last night who said that those plans could change depending on negotiations. Now, targeted strikes would mean that work would stop only at certain plants compared to national strikes where all union members exit plants everywhere. UAW President Sean Fain is expected to outline the strike strategy to union members today at 5 p.m. Eastern time. But guys, this is interesting. There's been a lot of talk about if they were to shut down strike at all three of them nationally at the same time, it'd be more than $5 billion in a hit to the U.S. GDP over the course of just 10 days. It's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Andrew, I would ask you to read along. I can't believe they're, they're trying to do this uh, to me so early in the morning. Have you looked at the story? Do you want me to talk about it? Because I well, can talk you, about the story well, at you, great length. Do you know phenylephrine? Is that how you say it? I think that's how you say it. And I, unfortunately, have right? been and, one of the... And I'm not surprised that it doesn't work. You know what does work? It's really expensive. It's Wait, a green... Explain the, explain the story to folks. Flonase does work. This is a wild... All they do are amp you up. Okay, this is a wild You're surprised story. I, I was the, shocked by this. This is a surprise something doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of stuff... No, but this is like... The, it, it's the key Explain to everybody else who doesn't know. Follow along. Oh, we didn't... I didn't read... No, read this first. Oh! People have no idea uh, what okay. we're talking about. Uh, I'm going to try to read it. I got to say mucinex. I got to say a lot of things. Uh, a key ingredient in many over-the-counter cold and allergy medications does not work to get rid of nasal congestion. And that's according to an FDA advisory panel 
which in a unanimous vote said the oral versions of phenylephrine uh, are ineffective. The ingredient found in popular over-the-counter medications like Sudafed, Vicks, Benadryl, Mucinex, and even NyQuil, five studies conducted over the past two decades have found that the decongestant was no more effective than a placebo. The FDA will now decide, uh, need to decide whether to revoke the drugs over-the-counter designation or possibly even remove the products from the market. We're watching shares of companies that make the medications, including uh, Kenview, that's the recent spin-off of J&J's consumer uh, health business. It fell below the $22 IPO price yesterday after the, the FDA announcement uh, that could affect several of its brands, uh, which include Sudafed, uh, Benadryl, I guess, and um, Tylenol. I mean, it's not the only ingredient. It's I for can't the believe this side though. Because you've been taking it for a while. I don't. I mean, do you I, have the? Do you have Flonet? Do you have the green? T it's like forty bucks for a little. Yes, very it's expensive. It's got like fifteen I know exactly ingredients. What about. So maybe it has this one, but it does work. I mean, I've had um, Claritin stops working sometimes, and uh, there's a couple other ones that are all sort of the same, but they they eventually stop working. Yeah, but that's I because think. the PE, the phenylephrine, whatever it's called. That stuff, they, the FDA said it doesn't work because your body uses it up before, when you take it orally, it uses it right. up before it makes its way to the nasal passage. If you oh, shoot it straight why? in, yeah. then it might very well work. It's just, it, it gets too diluted if you try and take right. it orally. You know what I looked up today? Um, thunderstorm allergies. Because I go, why am I, and it is right. a real thing. It's called something. Really? Yep. Because the, the, the dust kicks up ahead of it? it the pollen breaks up into smaller pieces, and then and the then wind can, stirs it up yeah. and So the big question is, are they going to take this stuff off the shelves? Are these guys going to stop selling this stuff? it's not harmful. There's the drug billions. companies have been pushing back, pushing saying back. that, they, that there's, it there's, does work, is but this, what this sounds that, pretty scientific. That, that, that antsy feeling, no. too? No. So if you take something called, like, Mucinex D, that uses a different... That you don't get that. Uh, a different chemical in it. No, by the way... Different active ingredient. Uh, different active ingredient. When you look, you know, if you walk into, like, a CVS or a Walgreens or whatever it is... Some of them the, say PE right on. Yeah, the ones yeah. that are available, like that are usually not in the plastic boxes that you don't have to like go talk to somebody about. Those not, ones that don't this work. is not the over the counter stuff. I mean, this is all over the counter, but there's like behind now, the, the counter. Now there's like over the counter, behind the counter. Right. The behind the counter stuff, that works. The That's the one where you have to show your driver's license to prove right. that you're not trying to make a mess. Exactly. It's it's right. Exactly. To get this right. stuff, you need to have someone come over and Not always. It. Now, that's to unlock it so it doesn't get stolen. But this is right. the stuff that you actually have to show your license, and, and they keep track of it so that you're not buying too much of it, because if you buy too much, you can like right. make a mess. So that's, that's the stuff you want if you have a, a cold in this environment. I've been in Walgreens a couple of times recently. I don't know. Um, but I, you, you remember The Graduate, where the, he walked in that hotel? Hey, Mr. Gladstone! Mr. Gladstone! Hey, Mr. Gladstone! That's what happened. Hey, Mr. Kernan! <laughs> Back in Walgreens. But I'm buying normal stuff, not, not crazy stuff. Just, <laughs> uh, well, Fibercon, um, things for my hair, Propecia, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Which Pens. then brings on some other things you need to take. Because <laughs> it causes certain things that you don't. Coming up, coming up, coming up. Hey, Mr. Kernan! How you doing? Cheese will be next. Coming up on Squawk Pod, Tesla's biggest bull, except for maybe Elon Musk himself. I think Tesla in the next seven years will be about four or five times as big as it is right now in the stock market. Ron Barron, the buy and hold billionaire, weighs in on his bets on another billionaire and whether Musk's plans for X are going to pay off. I think it's a really uh, a laudable thing that he's trying to do to give a forum where people can exchange ideas and real time and get the news real time 
and he is being attacked mercilessly over and over again, and I think unfairly. I think there's a good opportunity for that company. We'll see how hard it is to achieve. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Electricity. A big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. This is Squawk Pod from CNBC with Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. Here's Becky. All right, welcome back, everybody. We want to get straight to our big guest this hour, Ron Barron. He is the chairman and CEO of Barron Capital. You know him well here. And, uh, Ron, it's great to see you. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thanks for inviting me. We've got a lot to talk about, but I, I think it's hard to not start with Elon Musk because you have been a huge Elon Musk supporter, an investor in his companies for a very long time, a booster of everything he's doing. And yesterday, Walter Isaacson's book dropped on Elon Musk. So it's been in the headlines. It's been something people have been focused on. Uh, Walter himself will say, look, he's an incredible innovator, an incredible entrepreneur, but he has these demons that chase him. And the book lays this out um, in great detail, starting with his relationship with his father. Um, What have you thought? I know you haven't had a chance to read it all. It's a big, long book. You just got it yesterday. But what, what do you think of the stories you've seen to this point that suggest Elon even knows these issues, he struggles with it, and can't quite get out of the way of being his own worst enemy. I mean, you've said that he is the key man. He's the reason you invest in these companies, and the biggest risk is if something were to happen to him. Um, So I met him in 2010, and it took me four years before we began to invest. In 2014 to 2016 is when we bought the stock. Uh, We made about uh, 20 times on our investment there. And then in SpaceX, we've been investing in that since 2017. And we're one of the largest investors in SpaceX. It's uh, not a publicly traded company, no, but what about we, your valuation? We have about a billion seven invested right now. Wow. Uh, it costs us $700 million, $400 million of that is me. Uh, on, spa- on Tesla, uh, we have uh, 17 half million shares, four and a half million shares is me. Um, the, uh, so we've been an investor for a long time, so I obviously believe. Mm-hmm. And initially when we invested, it was making me crazy when I was seeing some of the things that he was doing uh, as much as I admired him. And, but I do think that, and I, and I calmed myself down, and I said, yeah, I really deserve to make a lot of money by investing in this and by staying with it. And uh, we, we, we deserve. And what I thought was that, um, what the point that um, Walter made yesterday was that untethered, uh, these things can happen, and if he was con- uh, conventional, they would have never happened. So he's the guy who got us electric cars, he's the guy who got us to space. Uh, if he was a conventional person, he was in Saturday Night Live, and he said, hey, dude, you know, do you think I'm a normal person? I got you electric cars, and I'm going to take you to Mars. Uh, seriously, am I going to be normal? And, uh, and he's a very funny, engaging, smart, incredibly hardworking person, incredibly hardworking person. 
And uh, I never remember. So one, one story. When uh, I went to a dinner in East Hampton about two, three weeks ago, uh, when uh, 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 David Rubenstein was interviewing Walter, and they sat me at the table with Walter, right next to the stage, and then uh, David uh, interviewed him. And then uh, they mentioned me three or four times in that. And then afterwards, he said, you know, Ron, uh, the guy knows more than anyone else here about him. Why don't you say something? And I said, I can't say something. This is your show. And this is your, I, I'm not part of that. And, uh, well, but you're here now, so what would you say? Well, one, one fast story is I agree with Walter. He has to be, uh, you know, uh, untethered. Uh, and then in addition to that, when he was a child, he talked about all the problems he had with his dad. And uh, he escaped from those. He would go home, and he would read the encyclopedia. Read the encyclopedia. That was his nickname from his mom, encyclopedia. And if any question he knew, so he had a photographic memory. And what amazes me about him now is every time you ask him, how do you do that? How do you know that? How do you know what these things cost? He knows everything. It's a photographic memory. He remembers stuff. And so he just, he's focused on cost, trying to drive cost out of everything. Everyone else tries to make as much money as they can. He's focused on his mission, long term, uh, which is to make planet uh, inhabitable, uh, habitable, and then uh, also to something bad happens to be able to uh, uh, keep humanity alive. Uh, you know, so getting away from Elon for just a moment, we'll come back to him about SpaceX and Tesla. Uh, but first of all, I want to congratulate you and your firm for all the things you do for people and making them understand why stocks go up and down every day. Uh, you know, with all the news, number one and number two how to invest and how to invest for the long term. And that's how you really make the most money, whether it's index funds or uh, on occasion in mutual funds. Ron, let's just get back to some of these questions with Elon, because I was there at the Barron uh, conference last year, Barron Partners conference, where you interviewed Elon. And you asked him on the spot. You said, hey, um, what are you going to do with Twitter to make sure that I, you don't get offended by some of the not offended, I shouldn't say. Everybody gets offended on Twitter, and that's fair game. But you were concerned about anti-Semitic and hate issues that you thought were being amplified at the time. His answer to you, I think, satisfied you at that point. Do you still feel satisfied with that, especially given some of the stuff he's kind of dipped his toe into recently? Or you just think this is who he is, you got to take the good with the bad? I think uh, social media, he's probably finding it more difficult to... Uh, to manage, uh, they may be even going to Mars. Yeah. I mean, to deal with all the people and all the, what they think is uh, hate speech and what they think is anti. That this guy has no way is he anti-Semitic. Right. I'm Jewish. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 the largest investor, Larry Ellison, uh, in his uh, firm, uh, happens to be. He says he's the wealthiest Jew in the world. Uh, he's Jewish. Uh, he's surrounded by advisors who are Jewish. That doesn't make you not anti-Semitic, but I've never seen anything that would indicate that he's anything but, uh, you know, pro-people who are talented. And uh, religion is not one thing that, uh, that enters into it. Not religion, not race. People work hard and people achieve. It's interesting, though. You think Twitter and dealing with people and questions of free speech may be more complicated than trying to figure out how to go to Mars and well, put rockets into space. Obviously, no one can figure out getting to Mars except for him. And because uh, he can reuse these rockets over and over again. No one else has been able to do that. No one. So not China, not NASA, not Russia, uh, not Visa, no one. Uh, and uh, so he does. And that's remarkable. So when other people cost to get to space is hundreds of millions of dollars, and we can get there for a fraction of that. So we can sell 
because uh, you can use a rocket over and over again instead of you know going to London and getting on a 747 and throwing it away one time. So here he uses it over and over again. And uh, it's amazing what he's done. He's good at rockets. Good at rockets. <laughs> good, someone said that. Good at satellites. Someone said that to me in an interview. What, what did you make of, of what the ADL said, though? Because we, we, we had Jonathan Greenblatt on, on the program. And, and he said he didn't believe he was anti-Semitic either. Nor do I, and I'm Jewish, by the way. But there are things, obviously, that... I know you're that, Jewish, that, actually. No, but there are mom. things on Twitter um, that I, I think you, you both of us would look at and not just find offensive, but, but I think would clearly be in the category of... Of, of hate speech and, and things that should not be there. Uh, look, I'm not expert in that. I'm expert in companies. And what I do, we happen to have a small investment in Twitter, uh, now X, $100 million. It's $65 million for a fund and $35 million for me personally. And he's made us so much money, I figured, you know, and they told me we can make a lot in this, but, you know, maybe we will, maybe we won't. I think it's a really uh, a laudable thing that he's trying to do to give a forum where people can exchange ideas and real time and get the news real time and he is being attacked mercilessly over and over again and I think unfairly but I'm not expert in that but I will be when I get interviewed another time here and when I want to talk about X I don't want to talk about X now but I think there's a good opportunity for that company we'll see how hard it is to achieve but uh, but I think the more interesting things right now are Tesla and SpaceX and and uh, Tesla so we've been investor in the Tesla is now at a similar stage where it was in 2014, 2015, uh, when I was investing, 16, and they were doing 40,000 cars a year. They're now doing a million eights on the way to 20 million. And uh, they've been growing 50% a year, and uh, this year they'll probably be up, uh, you know, 25, 30%. Next year, same, about the same. But there's a new uh, car coming. 25, new, 30% revenue? Uh, no, units. Units, okay. units. And, uh, and then they got this, uh, the battery business, which is $6 billion a year, and that's going to be up uh, triple over the next three years, and that's going to go up 30 times. There's been a lot made over the UAW and the potential strike that is facing the big three automakers here. And what's been brought up is they have all of these EVs that they have to deal with. Their cost basis is quite a bit higher than Tesla's. Way higher. So, and and uh, so every time they sell an EV, they sell one fewer gasoline car. And the gasoline car they make money on, and the EVs they lose money on. The, uh, the traditional OEMs are, uh, are troubled right now. And uh, I think ultimately, uh, you know, they're going to make metal. Uh, they're going to make the units. And ultimately, they're going to buy software uh, from Tesla. Tesla is going to be like, the, uh, like Intel inside of a com Microsoft computer. That's going to be Tesla. So Tesla is going to be uh, everything that makes the car, you know, the, all, the, all, the, all the inside is going to be Tesla. That's what's ultimately they're going to be licensed. Are you buying any additional Tesla or SpaceX, or have you kind of maxed out where you feel comfortable with your fund, which is a diversified fund? Um, in the funds that I manage, I've been maxed out. We had, uh, when the stock went up 20 times after we some. bought it, yeah. we sold for clients uh, about a quarter of the shares. I didn't sell a share personally. I committed to the directors of our mutual funds. I only invest in mutual funds normally. Uh, I made an exception in this instance, and I said that I would be, I was the last in, I would last out, and I won't sell a single share for personally. myself until we sell all of our client stock. Uh, and as far as buying more, uh, I would buy more if I could, but I can't. And other guys at our firm are nibbling. They do things like, this is a great price. This is, this is when they introduce this Model 2, they're going to have the cost half of what it is right now. Half. And, uh, and they're going to sell the car for, I don't know, maybe a third less than what it is right now, and there's credits. So this is an, 
Toyota almost bankrupted the whole automobile industry 20 years ago. Well, do, do you at the same time think that the big three have their work cut out for them? Given the uncertain future of whether Americans ever embrace non-Tesla EVs, I mean, would you think that the, the big three are, have their work cut out for them? Would you at least acknowledge that, do you think? I haven't studied uh, the big three uh, you don't deal relationships them. with the unions. Uh, I don't own them, although I really like Mary Barra, but I don't know. Would them. you like to compete against Tesla? I would hate to compete against Tesla. So Warren Buffett initially would say, you know, said, you know, 20 years ago or 15 years ago, he said that, you know, he wouldn't invest in Tesla, and now he says he would hate to compete against Tesla. Uh, so, 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 so to go on to this, so the Model Two, this is coming within, uh, you know, by 2025. When that comes, that's going to be exactly the same thing as what happened when Tesla introduced the Model S. So you're going to see this tremendous change going on there. And then, as I said before, the software, core competency, Model Two half price, and then Dojo. So Dojo. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, so I said, what is Dojo? Yeah. So Dojo is a training. And what that is, that they have this massive amount of data for all these cars that have been driving around for millions and millions of miles, and, and that keeps growing exponentially. No one has that. They have this data. But to crunch the data, you need compute. And compute is what NVIDIA has. Uh, and NVIDIA has compute, a chip, which is for everyone to use. They have all these different uh, you know, device, all these different uh, you know, opportunities that this company has. What our company has is they're making their own uh, compute, and they, in 18 months, are gonna have more compute than anyone in the world, Tesla. And compute is stuff that's in your basement as opposed to the chip that's in your car. So what they're gonna have is they will have so much massive capacity to provide services to cars and to be able to train, this to train your car right, on this data. Right. So what's the competitive advantage is the data, and the training is gonna be provided by, uh, by this compute, and they're gonna have more of it than anyone. Nobody can catch them. Last year, by the way, you read about uh, the number of people that are uh, seeking jobs, uh, and they're saying that uh, there's, you know, there's too many, uh, too many people seeking the jobs, or whatever they say it is, with, with, uh, with too, too few people. And uh, what Tesla has is last year, or this year, I think they have three and a half million people seeking 30,000 jobs. Last year they had three million people seeking 20,000 jobs. So there's 130,000 people. So they, yeah. But Ron, let's, let's jump to another stock. I'd, I'd ask you about SpaceX, but it's privately traded. So it's privately held, so it's not something people can get into. But I do want to ask you about Moderna. Let's talk about Moderna and what you think, because this is one of the stocks you hold, and I didn't realize that before. We have a very small investment in it right now. Uh, and he's, he's coming to my office, actually. I'm speaking with him on Friday. He said we're spending the morning together. But we don't have a small... Why'd you get into it? Uh, well, I think it's an interesting technology. We have a very small, very small... And the stock had gone from 300 to 100, and uh, and we had owned it, I guess, about three years ago, and made a double or triple or quadruple. And I thought that the opportunity was for them to be able to uh, design to make your body fight cancer. I thought that was really interesting. But it was the price drop that really got and, you. And so the stock again. went up a lot yeah. on the basis that we're going to make a lot of money on we COVID, and then we sold. And long term, though, what we thought was interesting is the opportunity that they were going to have all this cash coming in, which enabled to do research uh, to develop new drugs, that, which is what's happening now. That's why I think it's interesting. So I will tell you more about it after I speak to them. But I, by the way, in the case of SpaceX, you can invest in it. So basically, we have different mutual funds own it, Barron Partners funds own it, Barron Focus Growth Fund owns it, 8 or 10% of their portfolio. But it's really, this is 
this is going to be the largest company in the whole world. So I think Tesla in the next seven years will be about four or five times as big as it is right now uh, in the stock market. And this company over the next, and that'll be worth you know, trillions. And this company, SpaceX, is going to be worth 500 billion, 600 billion, it's now 150 billion. It's 150 billion addressing a market capability of, according to Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley, a trillion two of annual revenues, growing. Trillion two of annual revenues. And basically, they're going to get hundreds of billions of dollars of revenues for a company right now valued in the stock market for $150 billion. And nobody can compete because nobody can make these rockets go up and come down and land again. And then in addition to that, what is threatened here is cargo. Uh, they're they're going to have rockets that go from Nevada to Australia. You can move ordnance, you can move uh, air freight, anything you want, 35 minutes, anywhere in the world. And so basically, that's what's going to happen for, uh, you know, for long term uh, in this company. But they have all these, uh, you know, in, 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 in SpaceX, the competitive advantage, oh, so the railroad to space, Okay, no, next. No, no, finish, finish your thought. So the railroad to space is one, and then the second thing is the uh, satellites. And so railroad to space is the, is the rockets, and the satellites are how they get there cheap. Elon uh, is, a, is an innovator, a dreamer, um, a believer, and you are too, and you've made a lot of money along the way being with him. Um, Ron, I want to thank you very much for being here with us today. If that wasn't enough Elon Musk for you, scroll down in your feed to yesterday's podcast. You'll find an extended, candid interview with Musk's biographer, Walter Isaacson, on the two years he spent by Elon's side. He has these enraging qualities, these drives and these demons, but if you pull those out, you don't have the impulsive character who sets things off. Today, we still have more to come. The footwear of choice for Bernie Bros. The IPO you can wear, the tree-hugging brand Birkenstock preps to hug the public market. That's right after this. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. You're listening to Squawk Pod. Here's Andrew Ross Sorkin. Welcome back to Squawk. Birkenstocks has now filed for an IPO. It plans to list on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker BIRK. Reports have said the IPO could fetch a valuation of more than $7 billion. So there you have it. Birkenstocks. 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 Do you wear them with socks or not? That is the no, question. No, you can't do that. Well, and, some and people so, do. And some people do. a long time. I know. And now they're the super, most super it's fashionable the, thing people are it, wearing. It is the, uh, the footwear of choice for Bernie Bros. All over not, Vermont. Not no, anymore. It's, teen, it's teens and 20-year-olds. And supposedly too. your toes sink into whatever. Yes. The, I mean, it takes a while. But I, it's going to be called Birkenstock Stock. Did you think Birken, about that? I did not think about that. You didn't really? No, I'm not. Uh, you know, I know these Birken are the first stock things stock. you think about. I, I didn't yeah. get there. We knew this guy, didn't we? Didn't we did. Didn't we did. Him on a lot? We do. Birkenstock guy? No. No. 
The loony CO, guy. Oh, yes, the next story. Um, we kind had him a, on in the last month. Um, a good-looking guy. I, not BP CEO Bernard Looney resigned abruptly yesterday over past relationships with colleagues. Mm -hmm. In May of last year, the board reviewed allegations about those relationships, some yeah, of which so. Looney had disclosed that occurred before he became CEO. At the time, BP said it found no breach of company code. But the board received further allegations, and Looney informed the company yesterday that he was not fully transparent in his previous disclosures. That stock right now up by about 1.6%. It's weird, isn't it? it? It could be totally consensual, too, in these yeah, cases. Yeah, the it problem is if you're the CEO, everybody works anymore. for you. Everybody works. I, I was thinking of Steve yep. Easterbrook and Mark We're McDonald's. We, we never really had this problem. I don't. He was pretty good looking, right? I mean, I think that, uh, yeah. yeah but We're fine, aren't we? Me, me and you. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Awkward. Oh, boy. Anyway, when it's we good. come back. It's good that we are. That none of us are attracted well, to each other? No, my, I married my Me Too problem. So we're <laughs> oh, boy. And that's Squawk Pod for today. Squawk Box is hosted by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin. Tune in weekday mornings on CNBC at 6 Eastern for newsmaking interviews, sharp analysis, and weird jokes? Awkward! To get the best of our TV show right in your ears, follow Squawk Pod wherever you get your podcasts. We'll meet you back here tomorrow. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.